We are at the Euroelectric annual conference in the beautiful city of Florence, as you can probably hear from the background. And we have the great pleasure in welcoming to the pod Marcus Hall, CEO of Vattenfall and the new president of Euroelectric, as well as Francesco Starazze, CEO of Enel and the outgoing president of the Trade Association. My colleague Andres Carla, who's um, the Madrid Bureau Chief. Uh, Andres, you have some questions for, for Magnus. I certainly do. Uh, going back a little, not just to the fragmentation that we could see in the EU, in EU Parliament, but actually uh, what we see throughout Europe. We see a Northern Europe, we see a Southern Europe. Bottom fall, uh, for example, is a, it's a renewable champion, it's a wind champion, yet its, uh, its presence in Southern Europe is uh, testimonial, to put it in a way. However, there is uh, a lot of wind and solar potential. Yeah. Italy's not picking up. Spain, again, is not really picking up. The plants are formidable. What is missing from the equation? And I go back perhaps to the answer we had uh, on the screen early on the Euroelectric Conference, that it's a regulatory stalling, uh, that it's just not clear to, clear to attract investment. Do you see uh, this as a problem? Well, to be honest, we are sort of uh, geographically limiting ourselves to a certain extent to Northern Europe. That doesn't mean that we will move further out uh, in due time. Uh, so we're really not that versed with the situation in Italy or Spain. We're looking now to the next phase, going from where we are to France, where we're participating, and I think we will take a stepwise approach on that. But we also have um, a considerable amount of projects available in the geographical area where we are, so we think that we can cater for the, the growth that we are looking for internally as we speak uh, with the situation we have. But we, you know, for the future, we don't rule out anything. So uh, le let's see. But in the near term, it's, it's not uh, on our agenda. Francesco Sferazzi here, who is CEO of Enel and the outgoing president of, of uh, Euroelectric, the, the European Electricity Trade Organization. You made some quite interesting comments today about companies either choosing to defend their legacy or to move forward. Could you yeah. say a little bit about that? You know, I think it's very important for the utility sector in, 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 in Europe as a whole. Let's say that the utility industry, like many others, but this is a very heavy intensive, capital intensive industry. So all utilities in Europe have a legacy of assets that sit on their books, that are part of its, their culture, their decades of investment in the past. The trend uh, every time that this happens of an industry is invariably to try and squeeze value out of these assets the more you can. Mm. Uh, and year after year this uh, reinforces itself. You know, if you were able to work uh, money out of depreciated assets or assets that were built years and years ago, you can try and do it again and again and again. And this is, I think, nothing wrong with that. I think it is, however... Uh, an attitude that might prevent you from seeing what happens, what happens around you, what happens next to you, and what happens on these assets, to these assets. So I think utilities need to take a um, step back and say, let's revisit the value of these assets going forward and separate those that still make sense, provided they are perhaps refurbished or perhaps digitized or, or used in a different way. And notably, this is the field of grids and distribution grids. And let's look at those assets that have basically no future and, and say, guys, do we need to still keep them up? Or why is it that they don't have any future? Is there anything else that will displace them? So let's look at that. We finished this week's pod 
uh, by talking to Christian Ruby, the Secretary General of Euroelectric. I've been coming to this conference for many years, and I think the topics at this, this year's conference were certainly right up there with, with reflecting the change in their technological environment. Um, do you find then that the regulators are far behind, or are they close behind the sector in terms of providing that framework for you to, to, to operate in this, in this brave new world? Well, you know what? I, I think, uh, honestly speaking, that regulators are also grappling with this, with multitude of change that we're seeing. So it's, mm. it's generation that's changing. It's digitalization that's changing. Mm. It's everything that's changing at the same time. Electrification is coming on very strongly, and we're going into a, a new uh, analysis. Uh, uh, exercise, which is about trying to understand if we want to make all this happen at the same time, mm. make sure that more and more customers choose the electric option, make sure that enormous volumes of, of uh, self-generation do not undermine the fundamental cost recovery of the system. If we want to make sure that we can continue to connect all the stuff to the grid and so on and so forth, mm. what is required in terms, let's say, of, of regulatory signals? Mm. Because one thing is the overall regulatory framework. Mm. The other thing is the uh, tariff setting and, and everything that goes along with that. Mm. And, and this, let's say, is, is really being overhauled, is seeing it a fundamental, let's say, challenge from the old system mm. um, to what we need to do in the future to, to make this accelerated electrification, accelerated decarbonization happen within the next decade or two. To listen to the full episode recorded at Euroelectric Annual Power Summit in Florence, tune in to the Montel Weekly on Friday.